Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, bringing you the latest legal trends and business initiatives to help you manage your law firm. Here are your hosts, experienced lawyers, writers, and entrepreneurs, Heidi Alexander and Jared Correa. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to yet another fine episode of the Legal Toolkit here on the Legal Talk Network. Before we get started today, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor. Our new sponsor is Amicus Attorney, the world's leading practice management solution for lawyers. Amicus Attorney helps manage your law firm so that you can concentrate on being a lawyer. To learn more, visit amicusattorney.com. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a first-time listener, Hopefully, you'll become a long-time listener to this fine legal podcast. If you're my mom, send more linguisa and cheese rolls. I'm your host, Jared Korea, and in addition to casting this pod, I'm the Assistant Director and Senior Law Practice Advisor at the Massachusetts Law Office Management Assistance Program. We call it LOMAP for short, and we provide free and confidential law practice management consulting services to Massachusetts attorneys. For more information on LOMAP's offerings, visit our website at masslomap.org. You can buy my book, Twitter in One Hour for Lawyers, from the American Bar Association on iTunes or at Amazon. My co-host is Heidi Alexander, and she's going to be back with you again next month. In the meantime, if you're desirous of more podcasting goodness, check out our Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Show, where we release monthly legal marketing episodes featuring industry experts. But here on the Legal Toolkit, we provide you each month with a new tool to add to your own legal toolkit so that your practices will become more and more like best practices. In this episode, we're going to talk about winning local search with all apologies to my boy Charlie Sheen and Tigers. Just kidding, I don't really know Charlie Sheen. Our guest today is Mike Ramsey. He's the president of Nifty Law, and he's taken part in the industry-leading local search ranking factors study for many years. He's a founding partner of the Google-sponsored Local University Conference Series. Mike is an active guest speaker at many internet marketing events such as Lawyernomics, MozCon, SMX, PubCon, and SearchFest. He's been quoted and featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Mashable, Search Engine Land, and Search Engine Journal, as well as many other leading internet marketing news sites. He's a lover of all things search and social, and he enjoys the chess game of entrepreneurship and business management. Mike loves to travel with his family and loves his home state of Idaho. He moonlights as the owner of The Voice, a weekly newspaper covering southern Idaho. He's the author of Winning at Local Search, available through Attorney at Work, and he's a BYU graduate, which means he probably even owns some of that secret Mormon underwear. Mike, welcome to the show. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) Have you ever had a bio like that before? (laughs) Oh, that that, that is by far the best. Covered everything. Including my religion. There you go. (laughs) I'm here to provide information. It's what I do. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Mike, let's jump into the uh, the search piece, which I know you're an expert in. I think most lawyers, they sort of think about search marketing in a very broad way. Like what they're doing in their practice is trying to reach pretty much anybody who's on the Internet who may have even a passing interest in what they do. But as you know, law firm marketing is or should be more targeted than that. So one way to target your marketing is to focus on local search. So can you tell us, what is local search marketing, and why is it important in this market? Well, local search marketing is the practice of targeting specific 
uh, geographies ultimately. Uh, so, you know, for, for most law firms, that is states, neighborhoods, and cities. And the practice of that can be done through just very, I mean, there's, there's many ways. Uh, some of the more popular ways would be using online local directories, you know, a, a, a website like Avo or uh, Google itself has their Google local listing product where they're showing map listings on, on their pages. Plus they always show local search results. Um, there's, there's social media, Facebook, different places like that where um, businesses can create profiles and people can search for specific types of businesses uh, on their platforms. Uh, and then just every other mapping technology that's out there. I mean, ultimately, any yeah, local search marketing is the art of targeting uh, maps. It's, it's targeting with maps in specific areas. And, and so that, that is what we're doing. Have you trademarked that phrase yet? Targeting maps in specific areas. I like that. I like that. So you're like a modern day Lewis or Clark. Yeah, I, I need to work on the trademarks there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know some good IP attorneys. All right. So now that we have some grounding in what the local search marketing is, talk to me about the elements of local search. So the earth, wind, and fire of local search, as it were. What are the components to your mind of an effective local search platform? I would really say that there's four specific areas that uh, people need to have a plan and focus in. First, and arguably the most important, would be your own personal website and, and content that you're creating. This is where a majority of your clients should be coming to you from uh, in, in learning about your practice, uh, in researching you, in, in reading about you, and then, of course, you know, contacting you. And within that website, uh, one of the more interesting things that we find is that the most visited pages on a law firm's website are the attorney bios. And that's something that you can own and that you have complete control over as far as creating a really powerful, meaningful bio that showcases who you are, has really good imagery, different things like that. And then, of course, you know, prominent contact information on the site, where you're located, uh, the practice areas that you serve, the cities uh, and states that you serve, all of that information is very relevant, especially when it comes to showing up in search engines like Google, being Yahoo. And, and so ensuring that you have, you know, every aspect down of your website is just, is just extremely important. And continually adding content to that website uh, in the form of, you know, different information about interpretation of law or, the events you're involved in the community, just an active place where people can see that you're good at what you do and, and that, you know, you're going to do a good job for them. Moving on, the, the other area or pillar within local search would be local listings. And, and by that, I mean all of these online directories that you see um, that are either legal specific, city specific, uh, you know, just, just all of the above there, um, and that's places like your Google My Business listing. Uh, very important to make sure that you're listed on that. Same at this point with Avo. If if you do a search across a search engine, you know any search engine, you'll find that some of these legal directories, um, Avo, Lawyers.com, will be showing up very high and are actually driving quite a bit of traffic, uh, or at least people looking at those due to their prominence in search rankings. And, and so keeping your data consistent 
across all of these local listings online is very important. And, and by that, that phrase, keeping your data consistent, I'm talking about ensuring that your business name, your business address, and your business phone number is the same across all of these places where there are local listings available. And the reason why is, one, people need to be able to contact you from those local listings. And so, of course, you want to have correct information. And you would be amazed at how many lawyers had signed up for 5,000 yellow pages back in the day. And each one had a different tracking number. And now those numbers don't redirect to the correct phone number. And so they're losing business all the time because people will land on a directory, they'll call the number, and either that number's dead or it redirects to somebody else. Um, you know, it's just it's a real big challenge. So, so ensuring that that data is consistent, you know, ensures that people can contact you. But even more importantly than that, Google uses these local listings and, and actually being in other search engines, they look at the consistency of the information found there and the amount of information that's found on these uh, local listings. And it helps them determine how prominent you are in your market and then can boost your ranking in their local search results in their map listings. So that consistency is, is very, very important. The next pillar that I would say, Say is is really becoming a much stronger aspect that people need to be focusing on over the past few years are online reviews. And there's many, many sites, but I would say that for a law firm, there's three really big sites that people are, are looking at reviews quite frequently on. One would be Google itself. The other one will be, depending on the market you're in, it'll either be Yelp or Facebook, sometimes a combination. I notice a lot of, of West Coast areas, people shop on Yelp for law firms, and, and they're very prominent and displayed in search rankings when somebody types in a phrase like, like Seattle law firm or um, you know Seattle personal injury attorney, Seattle criminal defense. And then all those, another one that shows up almost nationwide now, especially if people start typing in something like reviews of personal injury attorneys in Las Vegas or, or something that basically triggers, triggers reviews. Uh, really has done a good job at going out and getting people to leave reviews and having a lot of that review information. Reviews are becoming more prominent because people are trusting them the way that they would trust a recommendation from a friend. Uh, there's been a study that's been ongoing for about the last four years from a company and some friends of mine called Bright Local. And, and they ask this series of questions to consumers. And each year they ask, and we see how the data changes year after year. And one of the questions I find most interesting about reviews is that uh, they say, how likely are you to trust an online review compared to a personal uh, recommendation from a friend? You know, it, comparing those. And at first it was like people were, you know, trusting it somewhere in the, in the low 70s to high 60s. And now those numbers have came up to 80 plus percent uh, where they trust, they trust those online reviews. And we're just continuing to see that. And, and there's been, you know, some, some companies that have just pushed really hard to show how 
important and how great reviews can be for consumers. Uh, Amazon, of course, being one of those, we all shop Amazon. The reason we shop it is because of the reviews and, and we can read and really get a good idea of, of the product and service. And that's becoming the case with every industry, especially law. People want to see reviews. They want to know the type of lawyer they're going to work with. They want to know if they're good. They want to know any troubles that they could expect. They want to know people's previous experiences in total. And online reviews offer them that opportunity. Uh, so you have to have a review strategy these days. And, and we're seeing lawyers that do have a prominent review strategy in place just really outperform not only in rankings, but just overall in, in um, what I would call like a close rate or the amount of people that are contacting the lawyer and becoming clients. And then this last pillar that I would say makes up a full local search marketing strategy is uh, what I like to call links, likes, and shares. And this is basically your, it, it's your popularity. You know, who's linking to your website because of the things that you're doing? Are you getting, um, you know, your activities uh, within your communities? Are they liked by the community? Are they liked on Facebook? And are people sharing things that you're writing? Are they sharing, you know, your your opinions as a thought leader? Uh, and ensuring that that you're constantly getting more links, likes, and shares is the fundamental way that you will see your website and you'll see any other products, you know, that you, that you own online basically rise to the top of the search result. You know, in Avvo, the lawyers that have a 10 out of 10 generally rank a little higher in their algorithm and show up more prominently. The way that they get there is by getting reviews, by writing and having a lot of people recommend them and, you know, writing and answering people's questions in their forums, different things like that. And they're getting links like shares to their profile uh, and the people who do that on their website are as well. These days, I think it's very important for a lawyer to be showcasing all the work they're doing in the community on their website so that when people are wanting to talk about it, when they're wanting to share it, that they're going to the website, finding the information and sharing that. For instance, there's a really great attorney in Las Vegas, uh, Farhan Nakfi, and he does a lot of donation work throughout the year. And one of the big things he does is he gives away hundreds, if not thousands of bike helmets every year. And it's, it's really well covered in, in local media, radio. It's, I mean, it's covered in news in different places. And being able to showcase some of that on his website allows for these media and news places to come to his site to get more information about it and hopefully take those pages and reference them in their articles. So you have to be taking that opportunity to bridge that offline work that you're doing, offline um, charity with online conversations that are taking place. So that makes up uh, in a very, very long, multiple paragraph way, <laughs> the four pillars of local search. I got to tell you, I'm on the Wikipedia page, the disambiguation page for four pillars, and you're not on here yet. So somebody needs to remedy that. We need to get a Wikipedia page up on this. Four pillars, local search marketing, Mike Ramsey. Well, so that was super comprehensive. <laughs> that was, I think that's an answer that packs a lot, of, uh, a lot of useful information for lawyers. So let me ask you this. You know, lawyers are always busy, or at least they say they're super busy. If I was an attorney and I wanted to do one thing tomorrow to do a better job in local search marketing, and I could only pick one thing, what would I do or what should I do? Well... <laughs> I'm going to give you two options. 
One is very illegal. The other one is legal. So (laughs) one option, the, the illegal way, go out and do something so big. I'm talking like, like, uh, you know, um, better call Saul status and getting caught and famous <laughs> and basically written up in every media article because your site and everything will go to the top. So, so basically do something very illegal that picks up a lot of news coverage, like kill a lion in Africa uh, that everybody loves. All right. Mike Ramsey and, just said to kill Cecil. I just want every, people you know, to your know. Your website rise and you'll become famous that way. <laughs> or the other thing is just, build a very well-optimized and converting website uh, and then just go out and be a good lawyer. If, if you do those things, if your website is built well, you have a good foundation, uh, you've done everything right on that, and, and you just go out and be you, and if you're a good lawyer, then over time, I think you'll win. Sure, there's a lot of ways to do better, but if I was going to do one thing or recommend one thing, um, that's it. Of course, now for the legal disclaimer, I do not condone the killing of animals and or pulling off anything like Better Call Saul to gain higher rankings, even though it will work. But you cannot quote me on that. Okay, everybody, do not kill any lions. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) And we'll come back with uh, Mike Ramsey, who's talking to us about winning local search. Uh, Mike runs Nifty Law. Before we get into a break, let's say a word about our sponsor, our new sponsor, Amicus Attorney. Amicus Attorney's world-leading practice management solution allows you to do more, bill more, and even go home early. It serves as the hub to your practice, and Amicus's customers report that they save over eight hours and bill an extra five hours every week. Built by lawyers, for lawyers, Amicus has two award-winning solutions, Amicus Premium, with a unique client portal and the exciting Amicus Cloud with seamless email integration. To learn more, visit amicusattorney.com. All right, welcome back. We're joined today by Mike Ramsey of Nifty Law, and we're talking about winning at local search. Mike's already talked to us about the four pillars of local search marketing, and we're going to get more deeply into these topics as we move forward. So, Mike, let's talk about viewing local search through the lens of last year. Based on, like, the last year, uh, and we can even say 2015 because we'll look ahead in the next question, what have been the big changes in the local search environment over 2015? I would say the biggest change that somewhat caught people by surprise is that Google dropped Google Plus. They really separated it out from local. And so for for the last few years, everybody's been saying, you know, Google's not giving up on Google Plus. You have to utilize it. And it was the fundamental platform that their whole local experience was built on. Well, over these last few months, they've been moving away from this. And now Google Plus is completely separate from their Google local end of the business. And they've done a whole new revamp of what local search looks like on search engine, you know, on on Google search engine. So now when you go and you put in a search, let's do a, you know, a phrase like, let's say Chicago personal injury lawyer then what you'll see is you'll get 
a list of instead of seven local map listings, now you might only get three. Um, they will not show your phone number. They will not show your actual website URL. Uh, they'll just have two buttons. One will be a website button. The other one will be directions. You can click on those. If, if you don't click on either of those, if you just click on the listing, you know, the title of, of the business, which most people do because it's how they've been clicking on uh, normal search results on Google for so many years, it just opens up a box of uh, kind of a local knowledge graph of information that then displays your address, your phone number, and reviews about your business. But it also has a list of your competitors. So, you know, this, this has been a very big change. And, and what we've seen is people that were doing well in, in map results, that were getting a lot of traffic coming to their website, they're seeing a decrease of website traffic. Uh, and in some cases, they're still getting the same amount of phone calls, but people are, are starting to be directed away from your website and to more information that you technically don't own that Google owns uh, and that they have about your business. And, and so, so I guess the big change is that you just have to be very, very familiar with what they know about you. And you have to be very comfortable with what they have. You have to be comfortable with the reviews that are left about your business that Google has. Um, you have to be comfortable with, with your descriptions that they're, they're saying and the categories of people that you serve. Uh, or, or the type of law that you practice. This has been the biggest change, and I really do look at at it and say that, you know, coming more into the future, uh, we're going to see more changes like this that the search engines will try to basically keep people away from their going off of the search engine, going to a website, and trying to give them the information from websites very quickly easily and what they would consider more efficiently all right now let's let's not get too too far ahead of ourselves but that's good to know i think uh yeah as you said a few years ago everybody was saying get on google plus get on google plus but uh, maybe not important as it has been traditionally so now let's prognosticate a little bit looking ahead what do you think lawyers and law firms are going to need to be prepared for as they look forward to designing uh, their local search campaigns for the near future i would say the biggest change that i'm seeing and that's somewhat uh, a little nervous uh, or nerve-wracking to me is that Google's doing a test in home-based services right now in San Francisco. They're doing it with bail bonds and plumbers. And the, the concept is instead of having this free local map um, pack that's available that you can go and you know, create a free listing on Google My Business, that you have to pay to show up on the map and it's a hundred percent paid. So, you know, that's a test right now, but if I'm Google and I've already dominated the world, I've already, you know, <laughs> created the parent company alphabet and now Google's a little subsector of it. And they're just looking at increasing profitability so that they can go into these other areas and continue to put R and D into them. I'm going to find ways to basically get as much money from advertisers as possible. And the one area that Google has had a very hard time cracking is local. You know, how do they monetize local? Now, interesting enough, uh, when you look at some of the most expensive keywords that you can buy on Google AdWords, 
they are all law related. And, and it's, it's very interesting. I mean, I think that there was this report done recently and I mean, we're, we're looking at like, it was, it was a high percentage. I, I can't remember if it was 50%, uh, give or take 50% of the words in the top, you know, the top hundred words were local law related terms and the cost was over a hundred dollars a click in some cases. So what I see happening is Google finding a way to shut off more free traffic that you could get from them and, and finding ways to turn that to paid. And law has got to be an area that they could potentially create a standalone product in due to how much money uh, they see and the fact that it is at the top of their expense list of, of keywords. They've got to want to do something with that and find a, a way to monetize it further. So you have to be ready to pay to play. That's, that's you've just thing. angered a lot of lawyers out there. I mean, you're an honest man. I'll give you that. But you got a lot of lawyers like thumping their heads against their desk now. Yeah. Not willing to pay money for that stuff. So, but this is good. Better to know than to not know, right? So let's, let's speak generally about resources that are out there. I think your book is great. Obviously, this podcast is super informative, right? But then if I'm a lawyer who wants to learn more about local search marketing, if I want to dive into it and get my hands dirty a little bit on my own, where would I go to pick up relevant, up-to-date information? You know, there's a few places, <laughs> starting with my book and your podcast. Of yes, no, uh, yes, naturally. Um, Moz Local is one of my favorite overall resources when it comes to local search information. Uh, if you go to moz.com forward slash local, then they, they have a tool and for free, you can you can put in your business name, address, and phone number and see how consistent that information is across the board. They have a paid product that can help you fix that. But uh, when we're just talking about information, they have more guides and more information than about anywhere on the internet when it comes to local search. Uh, David Mim, who's a dear friend of mine, uh, put together, he puts together yearly a study on local search ranking factors, what it takes to basically rank high in Google, you know, in, in local search, both in maps and organically. And that study just came out last week. And so, uh, there's the fresh, you know, 2015 version of that that includes, you know, 30 plus experts in their and their opinions on on local search, and then they also have just a bunch of free guides on understanding, just getting the fundamentals down of local search. So that's that's a great place. Uh, the other place that I would like to recommend is another. It's actually, I throw in the disclaimer, I'm partner at it, but I do think it's one of the best uh, on, on the internet, and that's the <laughs> local university series. We put on conferences, you know, across the country at different points of the year. Uh, we were combining with with Moz on a really super, this is like more for experts, I would say, at least at this event, uh, that's coming up in, I believe it was February in Seattle. There's a, a big conference, one of the bigger local search conferences of the year, and then we'll we'll be planning, you know, our 2016 schedule of smaller events for people just learning local, and that'll be across the country, you know, throughout next year. But as as part of that, we have a forum where you have access to five or six of the top minds in local search that are just answering people's questions, and that's at uh, localu.org. 
So that's that's a great place. And the blog on localu.org has a ton of content, of course, for free that you can go to and, and read. Are you affiliated with universities? Is that why you call it the local university series? Or do you view yourself as sort of like the uni- the online university for local search? Yeah, it's like the online university for local search. We wanted it to be more studious not as salesy or pitch driven. And so all of our conference series and the forum itself, we're not trying to pitch products the whole time you're there or anything like that. It's just straight out research on what's working, what's not, how to do things with really no strings attached. And and so we wanted it to be more like that studious style. And that was where the name local university came from. And the only reason I ask is because, you know, if you're like at Alabama hanging out in Tuscaloosa, doing the local university series. Maybe there's video of you online uh, crowd surfing or something. I don't know, but I uh, figured I'd ask. You cleared that up for me, though. So we've gone through a lot of stuff here. We hit the four pillars. I don't know. Maybe we even got into a fifth pillar at some point. But uh, sadly, we've reached the end of this episode of the show, of the Legal Toolkit. I know. It's hard, and you'll have to wait a couple months to hear from me again. But if you're feeling nostalgic, you can check out all of our shows anytime you want at LegalTalkNetwork.com. So thanks to Mike Ramsey of Nifty Law for taking the time to come by the virtual studio today to talk about local search. So, Mike, I know we've uh, addressed this a little bit, but uh, I'll let you give your pitch on your own. Um, Can you tell our listeners where they might be able to find out more about you and about Nifty Law? The best place is just going to NiftyLaw.com. Uh, we publish a lot of free articles uh, on how to do things. Uh, I also have a listing to my book there, uh, which is you know specific for lawyers wanting to know more about local search. Uh, and you know you can contact me from there. So niftylaw.com. Look at that, practicing what you preach. Have a solid website? You do. So thanks again, Mike. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. This has been fun. And uh, thanks to everybody else out there for continuing uh, to listen to my inane blather against the backdrop of the wisdom of our regular guests. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Legal Toolkit, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Heidi and Jared for their next podcast, covering the current business trends for law firms. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. Lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the Unbillable Hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.